Hello, this is Jeff Cohn with the Wall Street Resource. Joining me is Sarin Ajarapu, and Sarin is a CEO of TrexAid. Welcome, Sarin. Uh, thank you, Jeff. So for those not familiar with TrexAid, can you just tell us a little bit about the company and some of the key highlights about it? Sure. The company is traded on NASDAQ with the ticker symbol MEDS, MEDS. Uh, we are a, a technology platform that provides a pharmaceutical supply chain solution. Um, this is not a new concept you've seen in other online trading platforms like eBay, Amazon, or Kayak. But first in pharmaceuticals, uh, we brought in this technology platform. So what do we do? We provide a, a cloud-based environment to independent pharmacies that are in U.S. Um, alone for the looking for a pharmaceutical supply chain product availability uh, solutions. So if, if I read correctly, you're a founder of the company? Correct. And, and so what, what did you see? What problem that you wanted to uh, address? Um, what made you start TrexAid? Sure. That's a great question, Jeff. Um, the problem that what we saw was independent pharmacies that are going through um, uh, especially when the Affordable Care Act was announced, most of the companies um, really focused on changes in the hospital or changes in the physician. Nobody really focused on pharmaceutical level at the pharmacy. And so the patient does not uh, have any pain or even the insurance people are distributed, but who is getting squeezed is the retail shops. That's the solution that we try to bring in uh, to these independents. They are losing money on negative reimbursements not knowing the product availability, and not knowing where the price should be in the first place. So we try to bring in a, a centralized, efficient procurement system that meets the desired terms of these independents so that they can focus on their uh, dispensing the drug than worrying about the supply chain solution. That's the problem we solve, uh, saw it and solve with the solution uh, because these manufacturers, primarily the uh, the generic manufacturers made this pharmaceutical industry as commodity. Once it becomes a commodity, you have the inefficiencies in arbitrage that are not readily available, that information to these independents to take advantage of it while they're trying to afford because of this Affordable Care Act and stuff. So that's the solution or that's the problem we try to solve through TraxAid platform. Okay. And in doing so, who else is... Uh addressing this, and where do you fit into that competitive landscape? So we established the first mover advantage in this space. Uh, of course, there is definitely some competition. Uh, we have around almost 12,000 independent pharmacies out of the total market size of 24,000 independents. The closest competition may have around 3,000 independent pharmacies. What sets us apart from this competition is our data analytics and pricing analytics. We maintain most real-time realistic database out there. Plus, we run our own algorithms that tells us the shortage, of, uh, the drug shortages and stuff. So that sets us apart from our competition. Okay. And if I heard you correctly, you've um, reached half of the pharma independents out there already? Yes, almost. And, and then, so how are you reaching them and, and why are they choosing to do business with you? Sure. Um, the way that we're trying to reach, uh, reach them is, uh, of course, continuously we're trying to grow around 100 to 125 pharmacies. Still, we are adding month on month. 
the data analytics piece that we provide to these independents is uh, next to none, and that's the reason they are sticking to us. And uh, of course, the the power store purchase per pharmacy is the one that we're looking for uh, aggressive exponential growth in that area. Uh, to answer your question, why they are choosing or uh, how we are growing is through our uh, continuous, uh, our agents reaching out to these independents, showing the different value propositions that we bring into these independents. Of course, we attend the uh, conferences and uh, marketing efforts that we do. we constantly able to gather the customer base. Okay. So how big a market is it? I, I assume that, you know, with 24,000 of them, you know, there's different levels of penetration, but can, can you put a dollar figure on how big yeah, a market you're um, going after? Yeah, it's around $93 billion market size for these uh, 24,000 independents. Uh, but granted, they, most of the staff will buy, 80% of them buy from the big three, McKesson, Cardinal, and Amerisource Bergen. But the remaining 20% is available for our kind of platform. That's, if you look at it, that's almost like 18 to $20 billion tend to grow as the generic market is growing. There are $100 billion worth of patents that are expiring. So that's the um, addressable market size that we're trying to go after. Um, we're trying to become their primary, secondary source. And if not, okay. some other pharmacies are considering that as their primary source themselves. So. So what would you say your biggest competitive advantage is? Um, as I mentioned, our data analytics and pricing analytics is the biggest advantage for them. And, of course, our foot reach uh, the nationwide. And plus, not only that, we are offering the B2C to make these independents come uh, and compare to landscape to compete against with uh, Walgreens and CVS World World that other people are not able to offer. Um, we have our own telemedicine portal, that our DeliveMed portal that will uh, make these independents uh, as their uh, primary store for these patients when the uh, non-emergency services comes in. They don't need to think twice. They can get from the same uh, independent pharmacy that can deliver the drugs to their homes and offices and where not. Those are the tools that we're providing uh, to these independent pharmacies uh, to look forward for the next generation technologies. So if, if I have this right, you have B2B and you have B2C? Correct. Yeah, the B2C tools that we develop to empower these B2B customers, like the independent pharmacies, so that they gain the competitive advantage when they're comparing with Walgreens or CVS. For example, CVS has a billion-dollar budget for their IT. These mom-and-pop shops cannot afford, but they're losing on the telemedicine drugs or otherwise delivery side the apps, and uh, so on and so forth. So we are empowering these independents through these B2C portals so that way they can sustain in the long run. I'm not going after taking uh, away from the customer base from these independents, but I'm empowering them Okay, for a non-emergency. If you look at the telemedicine portal right now, those scripts are walking into box chain stores versus the independents. I am rerouting them back or at least using the technology so the patient can make a decision if he can depend on the same independent pharmacy that he used to get the drugs for the other non-emergency telemedicine kind of uh, uh, visits, they still can send the script to those independent pharmacies. Okay. I'm glad we cleared that up because now the way I understand it is different than B2B and B2C. What I'm, what I'm hearing now is you're a B2B business, but in addition to the, the B2B part, you're enabling those businesses to sell 
directly um, online to the consumer. Is that correct? Correct. So that way they can buy more stuff from our, our B2B portal, and that's how I'm trying to increase per store purchase per month on our platform. Okay, so you're really adding a lot of uh, value to the pharmacies. Um, okay, and then so how do you get paid? What, what's the revenue model look like? We get a percentage on the. Uh, we get paid by the wholesalers, not from the independent pharmacies. So it's no pressure, no pressure from the independent pharmacies, and uh, our fee is a percentage on the total dollar value that flow through our system. Okay. So the independent pharmacy gets a net price, and it either makes sense to them or not, and then you're paid from the distributor, I guess. Correct. Okay. And then, and how about gross margins? Or what, what do they look like? It's a technology platform, so I think we've seen anywhere between 65 to 70 percent. But as we now, it's a technology ramp up. As we see more money flowing through our platform, everything adds up to our bottom line. So we don't have. The fixed costs, or there's not variable cost because it's a technology play. Okay, and so what area do you see as the the biggest growth opportunity for you? Uh, definitely, as I mentioned, the per store purchase per month. Well, that's the metric that we are measuring, and we are reporting every quarter how I'm going to improve. For example, even if I move a billion dollar transactional volume, and yeah, the entire volume net profit will fall into our bottom line because. It's all about technology play. I don't have any employee increase or cost of goods increase and stuff. Okay. And has uh, COVID affected you guys much, or, or how has it affected you? Yeah, as I mentioned, it does. Every, as everybody saw the effect, our employees are working from homes, but we are also, pharmacies are also on the front line in addition to the doctors and hospitals to deliver these maintenance medications and stuff. So and we have added new product lines like PPEs and masks and sanitizers. And earlier there was not there. Now we've added. So those are the additional lines of business, lines of products that we were able to add it onto the platform. So we do have an effect, but I don't know unless until we see the uh, results and how it's been impacted. But we see the growth also at the same time because other products are available on the platform. Okay. And then if we were to sit down a few years from now, how would you envision Trexade looking? Um, the, as I mentioned earlier, uh, we, we've been under the radar for a while. Uh, we've been working on gaining more awareness by the investment community. As we execute our business plan, we're trying to improve our visibility. I think we have an exciting value proposition, not only in terms of what we do to grow our revenue and uh, earnings. Uh, over the years, we kept a, a favorable capital structure for the company. Uh, with our, um, I think everybody is aware we uplisted from OTC to the NASDAQ. And uh, after the uh, reverse merger and stuff, we were approximately around 7.5 million shares. Maybe some additional shares you should, depending on the capitalization. So we have a relatively small number of issued and outstanding shares uh, when compared to some comparable public firms that may have hundreds of millions of shares outstanding. Uh, this capital structure enables reasonable earnings per share fairly quickly, and that's the key differentiator of us, one and precise to the investment community. I think we offer a, a significant potential for return on investment because of our capital structure, diversified sources of revenue, and of course, a substantial growth for revenue, growth to new product launches with a less regulatory burden, 
um i think our trading platform is very unique uh, with a minimum competition in terms of uh, cumulative service that we are offering uh, i think we try to uh, if not we already have a first mover advantage in this space i think those are the key points in terms of why this is an attractive investment and why it's a good thing to have uh, as in their uh, stock portfolio so um do you have the the capital now uh, you know for your plan in order to achieve your plan yes we've raised it recently when we applied it to nasdaq and we've raised the uh, cash and, uh, and as i mentioned we've been consistently profitable for the last eight quarters and uh, we try to operate the business in that fashion so that uh, we meet our obligations and with a strong balance sheet with minimal to uh, minimal debt on the balance sheet and uh, that's not due till 2 years and uh, with our profitability i think we're in a strong position are your systems built out or do you need more capex no our systems are built out and uh, we just need to take advantage of this um, growth okay and you you've had pretty nice uh, growth and consistent profitability um, is that something you expect to continue or how should we look yeah, at knock that knock on wood man yeah we still continues to expect that same thing uh, growing uh, quarter on quarter yes okay so keeping an eye on the company what are some of the near term milestones or catalysts that uh, investors should look out for um we usually don't give a guideline guidance but uh, um, we are looking to continue to grow because uh, like as i mentioned per store purchase per month is the uh, metric that we try to monitor uh, with an existing technology how can i improve same store purchase more from our thing that's what where we focus on giving them the new product lines new giving them the um the new suppliers if they cannot get for example ppe we've added new suppliers onto the platform so these pharmacies are taking advantage of this availability of these products so that's what where we see the lot of growth so it, it sounds like you've got a lot of skews a lot of products for the pharmacies um do you have to maintain inventory or how does that work now we don't need to maintain inventory on the uh, tech platform but we do have our own wholesale division the reason we we created that is i do not want some pharmacy to come on our platform and complain that they cannot get the drug or they cannot get certain product which usually happens and that's the reason why we created this wholesale not to compete with other wholesalers on our platform but we just to make sure that there is enough supply of the products that are available in this pandemic or epidemic that we are fighting through we want to make sure that enough product is available for our pharmacies okay in that Anything case I'm... we have a carrying cost of the inventory correct Okay. Anything I've failed to ask you? No. That's pretty good uh, coverage of overall, man. Okay. So, um what what's the main takeaway you want to leave investors with? Uh as I mentioned, uh, we we have a, a very um sustainable growth in this uh, pandemic and uh, we're looking forward to continue to um offer them the the they look for in the stocks uh, whether it's the growth or profitability and that's what to continue to do that so that way we can keep watching how we are growing okay all right well thank you for for sharing the trexate story sure thanks jeff appreciate your time